Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I recorded some rambling thoughts about love, but it's I think it comes through pretty well. At least it has that grounding sense of it. This is a really important thing for us to talk about because our Christian faith is built on this sense of God's love for us and our call to show love to other individuals that we encounter. And so I thought it was appropriate on this Valentine's Day to just kind of pause and to take stock, to hear some uh, reflections on what the Bible has to say about love, the different ways that love appears within the scriptures, and um, the ways that God's love comes to us and the ways that we can express love to one another. So I hope you appreciate it. Maybe it's a good thing to share with a family or friend, someone who might be in need of a message of love on a day like today. I know Valentine's Day can often be a tricky one for a lot of people. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks as always for listening. And now here we go. Some thoughts about love on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. This is a special Valentine's Day podcast episode where we're going to be talking about love, which is a theme that comes up all the time in the scriptures and is just so core to our life of faith. Here at Bethany Lutheran Church, we have this theme for the year, No Love, Show Love. And we've really talked endlessly about the ways that this particular little rhyming phrase that just delights me so much fits with our mission and ministry, the way that we're structured as Bethany, but also more importantly, to our life of faith. Our job as Christians is to know God's love in our life and to then show and reflect that love out in the world to other people. It's just kind of this endless loop of knowing and learning about God's love for us, feeling that in our heart, and then allowing that to change us, to transform us, to send us forth to show that love to other people. But there's so much within the scriptures that continually comes back to this word. And actually, the scriptures have multiple different versions of the form, the word love. In Greek, uh, the New Testament is written in Greek originally, and there's four different words for love in Greek. I'm hoping I can remember all of these. There's phylos, which is brotherly love, you know, love of friends and family. There's eros, which is erotic love. There is agape, which is this love that Jesus often is talking about. That's very, very uh, open and embracing, familial, um, generous, un, uh, not having a lot of barriers or boundaries around it. And then there's a fourth one that I can't think of right now that I'll come up with before the end of this podcast. I should have written these down um, before I got going. But but that just kind of gives you an idea. Like, yeah, love is so broad and we have a day like Valentine's Day. It's all about love. But what does that even mean? And, and recognizing that there's so many different ways to show love. Here's another really interesting piece of scriptures. John 3.16 is, of course, the, the most famous Bible passage that talks about how God so loved the world that he gave his only son that all who believed in him would not perish but have eternal life. Great, beautiful, wonderful. So that is an expression of how God loved the world, that God has extended this love to everyone and that God gives this incredible gift of Jesus Christ so that we would know God's love so that we would find eternal life, so that our lives would be changed and transformed by the love of God. That's what John 3.16 is all about. But then, did you know that there's also in the scriptures a little book called First John? It's not 
John's gospel, it's the first letter of John, and it comes towards the end of the New Testament. And in 1 John 3, 16, there is another expression, another articulation of this idea of love. Here, I'm going to open it up so I can get the quotes for you exactly right. But in 1 John 3, 16, it says, we know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and so we ought to lay down our lives for one another. So 1 John 3.16 is that whole no love, show love expression. We know love by this. It literally says that Christ gave his life for us. And so therefore we are called to give our lives for one another. What I'm so compelled by within scripture is the ways that it constantly comes back to love. Constantly and consistently. And what's so ironic, so disappointing at times is how we as Christians, how the church in general throughout history has constantly tried to make faith about something other than love. There's so many times, even within the scriptures itself, where, where a Pharisee or our chief priest or just a well-meaning lawyer comes to Jesus and says, hey, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? Or, or the, we'll say something like, there's the parable of the prodigal son of course. And the a lawyer comes to Jesus first and says like, hey, I keep all of the commandments. I do a really good job. I follow all of the rules. Now what do I have to do? And Jesus tells the, not the parable of the prodigal son, parable of the good Samaritan. And that's how Jesus replies. And so you've got this man, this lawyer who wants to know what other rules do I need to keep? What other little boxes do I need to check in order to, to do this whole faith thing correctly? And Jesus's response is be a neighbor, be, be loving and merciful like the good Samaritan right? Jesus totally breaks the whole conception of the question. It's not about having more rules or more boxes to check, Mr. Lawyer Man. What's most important is treating other people as if they're your neighbor, with love, with compassion, with grace, that agape love that Jesus is always talking about, that, that's generous and unconditional. That's the type of love and connection and care that we need to have for the world, Jesus says. And so it's so fascinating that we come to a day like Valentine's Day, uh, where Valentine's Day has all of this sense that we need to buy stuff for people. You know, they, there's the joke that Valentine's Day is just this opportunity for greeting card companies to make a little bit of extra money uh, after the Christmas uh, boon. They're down and need to finish in the black. And there might be an element of truth to that, that we kind of create this love holiday just as a way to boost sales. But what, what what also is the real tragedy is that we lose the sense of what love is really all about, about caring for one another, about being a neighbor, showing mercy, uh, acting with compassion. There's so much more to it than just buying stuff for people. There's, of course, a really good book called The Five Love Languages, which if you haven't read, I, I would recommend it. It helps us understand that people understand love in different ways and that your love language might be different than your partner's love language or a friend's love language, that you might be trying to communicate love in one way and a person isn't understanding that that's a communication of love. That's all well and good, but I think what the scriptures really call us to as well is just kind of recognizing how simple it can be that, that that just being intentional and taking time 
um, by offering care, compassion, all those good things that I've been saying, that creates a sense of love with your friend, with your partner, with whomever it might be. And not getting caught in the nitty gritty of it all, not trying to make it about following rules or to-do lists, not making it stagnant, but making it something that truly comes from our heart, truly comes from the heart. There's another whole aspect as I get into this. One of the questions that I love to ask my children at the end of the night, I've talked about this on the podcast before, I always try and ask them, when did your heart feel full today? And what I love about that question is that it recenters us. It takes love out of this sense. If I said to them, where did you show love today? They might get really systematic because we use that word all the time. They're like, I was loving by doing A, B, C, and D. I checked all these things off my to-do list. But that's not what I'm talking about. When did your heart feel full? When did, when did you feel love? This simple question takes us to a different space within our body and within, in turn within our minds. We start to understand that love is something so much deeper than maybe we've already been thinking about it. And so by asking my kids this question all the time, it's also opened up opportunities for me to then ask them at other points, like how, how, what are the types of things, the activities or the moments when your heart feels full? How can we create more space for that in your life? I want to communicate love to my children. I want them to know that they're being raised in a household of strong love. And so one of the ways I can do that is by having these conversations and really listening to them. Does your heart feel full when we're together reading a book? Okay, then let's do that more often. That's so much often what any type of love is all about is just being really listening and being really intentional. You, you might wonder, like, how can I possibly show love to my neighbor like the Good Samaritan did? Well, pay attention. Talk with your neighbor. Understand what fills them with joy, what makes their heart feel full, and, and try to respond in kind. It, it works on so many levels, and it's really a lot simpler than we often make it. Another whole piece, though, to this Valentine's Day podcast, and we're talking, rambling on about love, is recognizing the importance of self-love as well. And, and just, I got into this a little bit last week with my Faith Aha podcast, but the importance of taking care of oneself and listening to oneself, of trying to understand who you are, who God created you to be, and recognizing how that connects you with God in unique and tangible ways. And, and so it can't just always be about showing love to others, you know, continually caring and filling up everybody else's cup. You have to fill up your cup as well. And you need to be taking time to know that you are loved, that you are cared for, that you matter in this world. I hope that you have people who tell you things like that. And more than anything else, I hope you know that this is God's ultimate message to us. I really appreciate the ways that Bethany continually tries to reinforce this message with our youth ministry, with our sermons on Sunday morning, uh, with our invitation to communion. So much of what we do reflects the deep depths of God's love. And that just seems like such an important message in our world today. We're always told that we're inadequate. You think about it. We actually, they've estimated that just over the course of a day, 
a human being will encounter 3,000 advertisements. Now, this doesn't mean that you've watched 3,000 commercials on TV, but think about it. You drive by a couple of billboards, you see um, some display, uh, some little thing on the shopping cart in in the shopping mall. Your cell phone um, pulls up and shows you some pop-up ads or you get pop-up ads on your web browser. 3,000 advertisements a day that we encounter. And the point of all advertising is to tell us that we're inadequate, that we're lacking something. Think about it. That the whole point of an advertisement is to get you to buy their product, buy their service. And the only way they can get you to do that is to help you start to think that you're lacking something, that your life is somehow incomplete because you don't have that particular product. So all of these messages, 3,000 a day that we get exposed to, and they all tell us that we're lacking, that we're not good enough, that something is missing. And while a lot of these advertisements aren't overly sinister and calling us terrible people, you do start to internalize some of that. And if you don't have a grounding of love, an understanding of God's love for you, if, if you don't have some sense that you matter, that you are okay just as you are right now, well, then that can become a really depressive cycle. Constantly told you're lacking somehow and not having any counter message to balance that out. And so that's why I'm so proud to be a part of a church that's committed to continually telling people that they are known, that they are loved, that they belong. In fact, we have a song that we sing every Wednesday night at the end of all of our youth programming that says, Beloved child of God, you are known, you are loved, you belong. That's the lyrics. Nothing else. But what an important message for all of our young people to hear each and every week. What an important message for any of us to hear each and every day. You are known, you are loved, you belong. On this Valentine's Day, make sure you're taking time to check in on all this stuff. To to ask yourself, when and where does my heart feel full? To to also look to those people you really care about in your life. When when do their hearts feel full and, and how can I care for them? How can I express love to them like that so that their love, their heart can be filled up by our relationship, by my presence with them? But then more than anything else, I hope that you can find ways to ground yourself in a knowledge of God's love for you. It, it might seem so trite. It might seem like something you've heard a thousand times, and yet I can't emphasize it enough just how important it is. I, I've found in my life, you know, I've I've been preaching Um, sermons for 15 years now. I can't believe it's been that long. And certainly um, leading in other ways. I was a camp counselor before that, so I'd lead nightly devotionals. I've been talking about this idea of God's love for so long. And there definitely have been periods of my life where it just is white noise. Like, okay, yep, God loves me. Got it. Okay, what else do we need to be doing? But in the same sense, even recently, there's been hard moments for me or just times when I felt off probably times when I felt just beaten down by all the messages of inadequacy that I faced in this world. And when I've been able to really go deeply into this sense of God's love, to slow down, to breathe fully, and to hear the promises of God, to hear that God loves me as I am, and and to really own what that means for me in a deep way, It's been so healing. And so I hope that 
on this Valentine's Day when we're talking about love and all these different, weird, far-flung ways, I hope that you can find just five minutes to, to sit with a passage of scripture, to listen to a favorite hymn or worship song, to even just imagine this idea of God just holding you in a hug. One of the images that's been really powerful for me, I often think about how full my heart feels when my youngest child, Miriam, will, will run towards me and give me a hug when I pick her up from preschool. You know, it, it's so simple. It, it's so, uh, this is so, it's such a beautiful moment and, and it always fills my heart up. And I've learned to, to reverse that image as well and to sometimes just sit with my eyes closed and to think about what this would be like if the roles were reversed and God was waiting for me and I was just a little child running into God's arms, how that would make my heart feel full. So I offer that to you uh, to take a moment to do a, a meditation like that, to just picture being held in an embrace by God, knowing that you are loved, that you belong, that you are cared for and seen in the midst of this crazy advertised driven world that we live in. There you go, friends. Uh, some thoughts about love on this Valentine's Day. I hope this um, can be helpful to you and really ground you in this essence of our Christian walk. I, I know this was probably a rambling, far-flung podcast with lots of different threads, and yet I don't think there's anything more important for us to hear and to remind ourselves of each and every day. As we say, no love, and show that love to others. That's what it's all about. Thanks for listening, friends. Feel free to share this with maybe someone who needs a little uh, reminder of God's love on this Valentine's Day. As always, stay in peace.